Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast, Unbridled with Erin. I came home from work all excited to get on and record this and it's just taken me like 20 minutes to start this because I think Chrome has, I don't know, reset itself or or been new or something because it logged me out. I couldn't remember my password because it's a really random one. Uh, my friend Ebby once taught me to just look around a room and pick three random items and a bunch of numbers when you're doing a password and then either change every single password you own to it or you know write it down somewhere safe or something and actually it has served me pretty well you know we're, we're very safety conscious here but yeah it took me ages to remember it which was you know amateur error on my part and then it logged me out and yeah and I just forgot how to podcast um, I always mean to do at least one a week, but it realistically, with life being a bit busy at the moment, it's probably going to be more like one episode every two weeks, guaranteed, guaranteed, I want to say that loosely, um, but when life settles down a little bit, I'm going to aim to do one a week, um, if you guys can tolerate me that much, I hope you can. So today I just want to chat to you a little bit, catch up, see what's been going on. So if any of you sort of follow me on social media, you'll see that I've just been away in the States again. Oh gosh, you can't keep me away from America. I just love it. And I always have the best will in the world to record a podcast when I'm away. And then I forget. I mean, last year I took my microphones all the way to Texas, literally both of them. And they are big. Like I took up a good amount of my weight limit on these microphones for me and Ebby to do one and we didn't and we had all the time in the world we just didn't do it so with the best will in the world it sometimes doesn't get done and I am gonna get better at that I promise so yeah I've been away and that was so much fun I was I had a lot of work going on you know we've got some big things coming and some big life changes coming soon as well that I will fill you in on. I've also got a big busky update that I'm not going to talk to you about in this episode because 
it's, I don't know, it's just very, very exciting and you'll see soon enough. But yeah, if you don't follow me on social media, please go follow me. You know, don't make me cry. And I will, I will nothing actually. I don't know what, my brain isn't working. It's been a full on day. So I only got back a couple of days ago. I had some severe jet lag and then I woke up today feeling like utter shit. I woke up, I took the ugliest selfie. My eyes were red, bloodshot, vital. And I looked really spotty and gross and full of cold. And I don't know if there's a cold going around or if I was just unfortunate and caught something on the flight. But yeah, your girl wasn't feeling too hot this morning. So my motto is like, pop a cold and flu and get on with it. And it, it, it helps. It helps. I mean, typically I've been ill over like show season. And when I say show, I mean like trade show rather than horse riding show. Every single time we went to a trade show in the last few years, I just got ill. And unfortunately, you just have no choice. Like you've got to get up, get on with it and get through it. So popping a cold and flu every now and then was my my fail safe. And it is helpful because they've got caffeine in it too. So it really does, you know, stop you sniffling and give you a little bit of energy, which helps. So that helped me get through today. I didn't ride because I was like, oh God, one, one thing at a time. But I went to the office and I've been sharing a lot more work content recently and it's been so much fun. I wanted to share work content forever, but I think because when the business started, it was so small, so simple and very like, very humble looking. I didn't want to share it. And then over the last few years, the business has grown so big, but it's almost, well, it not almost, it did outgrow the space we were in. And we were desperately trying to find a new warehouse, a new space, but we were limited on options and we didn't want to move until it was perfect. So we just kept hiring more staff and stuffing more people into a small room. And then we realized, okay, we've got no more parking, got no more room for a desk, and it's not really a creative or conducive for creativity kind of environment. So we kind of fell into a bit of a slump, couldn't really hire anyone else, and still couldn't find anywhere to move to, but needed to keep growing and keep developing the business. And honestly, it just really wasn't aesthetic, the last office. Like, I just didn't want to share it. I was like, no, I'm not showcasing this. It's ugly. So I actually found some pictures the other day from back a couple of years ago. And Blackheart launched five, five, six years ago. Oh my God, my, my days and months and years are so bad, but around six years ago. Um, and I found a few pictures from a couple of years ago because I didn't used to be like the photo slash documenting everything kind of queen that, well, self-appointed queen that I feel like I am today. So don't have a lot of images from the beginning, but I have managed to scrape together a few and I'm going to make either a video or an Instagram post kind of showing where we started versus where we are now. And I think that'll be interesting for a lot of people to see and hopefully inspiring because with the equestrian market being so niche, it was one of those where I thought, yeah, I think we can do well, but you know, how well can you do with such a niche sport? And as a horse rider myself, like I know there's a lot of riders out there, but it doesn't feel like there would be enough to sustain such a large business and sell so many items of clothing, especially with now it's quite a saturated market. I mean, when I launched a few years ago, when Blackheart launched, there was probably a couple plus like the main hitters, like the old fashioned stuff. And then there has definitely been a rise of 
people popping up, which is, it is frustrating. Like I admire anybody starting a small business because it is not easy. But the key for starting a business is to identify a gap in the market. And I feel like people are not doing that anymore. I feel like people are seeing companies do well, seeing colorful products, everything looking easy and going, oh my God, I could do that too. And then just doing it kind of for the sake of it, which, you know, I do not blame them, you know, why not? But it is frustrating that the market is getting so saturated now because there's only so many ways you can produce leggings, base layers, breeches, hybrids, whatever. I mean, hybrids actually were loosely invented by us at Blackheart. I mean, you know, the the combination of leggings slash classic old-fashioned breeches or jodhpurs has been coming for a while, but the name hybrids came from us because I think, what did people used to call it? Like a lot of people have called it breggings or pull-on breeches, but we were sat there in our design meeting thinking, we don't want to call them breggings. Like for me, breggings is like just such a bad name. It sounds really gimmicky. I'm not sure. People may disagree, but that's just my opinion. But bregging sounds gimmicky. And I think pull-on breeches doesn't really suggest what the product is. It just suggests that it may not have a zip, which ours do. So we just sat there and I thought, you know, like, can we call it the combo? And I thought, I'm not sure. Combo sounds a bit like we've gone to Burger King and asked for a meal. Or can we call it duo? Mm, not sure, kind of boring. And then we were like, oh, well, it's like, it's a mix. It's a hybrid of leggings and it's a hybrid of breeches. So that's kind of where the name came. And I have definitely seen a rise of people using hybrids, which you cheeky, cheeky monkeys, that is a little bit stolen. But that's also what comes with the not being a gap in the market is a lot of the smaller businesses look to the ones that are doing well and think, okay, what can I pinch? Because it's a lot easier to be inspired by a company than it is to just completely make up your own in a niche market where there's only so many ways you can reinvent a pair of leggings. So we do find that being like copying and a bit of plagiarism does float around quite easy these days. I mean, it happened a couple of years ago with colors and we made up the name for colors again. So like, I think one that I can remember is obviously I'm not saying we own the names of anything or words. We've not trademarked words, but you know when someone's copied you. I mean, if you've ever sat there and thought and looked at an Instagram picture and seen a girl and it's the same pose or outfit you were wearing and you just know you knew it was because of you there's a feeling there's a gut feeling and you know you know what I mean um and we've had that gut feeling so many times but one of our earliest ones was actually the name mulberry so I don't really know what a mulberry is I think it is a form of berry but we had a color of our old breeches not our hybrids and it was a really pretty like light purple kind of pinky color and we couldn't for the life of us figure out a name I think aubergine was on the the pantone of it but I just aubergine's a lengthy word and I think it's different worldwide what is an aubergine in America oh my god that's gonna really annoy me there's a different name for it aubergine no it's not coming to me but anyway we decided okay, well, what colour is this? Well, I think this is a, a berry colour. Let's call it mulberry. And it really was plucked out of the 
out of thin air. And then suddenly, a few months later, a smaller company had mulberry and then another company had mulberry and then another and then you also notice because we desperately try and make sure our colors sound different from other companies and or other colors we see like I mean god if everyone's got gray and you all call it gray that's going to be very boring so we had charcoal once and suddenly there was a company with charcoal and we had forest green I mean what kind of color is a forest green we named that so suddenly this company has forest green it has mulberry it has all of the same names or midnight is what we called one and then what was another one we had it's so funny we had wine which I suppose wine is not massively creative but there sometimes appears to be a theme and it can get quite obvious which is really frustrating because my favorite motto is if you're always copying you're always going to be behind but yeah and it is true if you're always copying someone you're always going to be a couple steps behind them and I think it's more important nowadays with a business to have your own identity um I get a lot of messages on social media saying I want to set up an equestrian clothing brand can you tell me the name of your supplier can you tell me who you use can you do this and I always want to help people set up businesses because it's such a cool thing to do and it's so motivating but I just don't think there's any need for any more equestrian clothing businesses unless you're going to do something different as a product because it is becoming saturated there is a lot of copycat companies and it's really frustrating I mean one company actually I have mentioned this in this podcast before but practically copied our name and oh my gosh it frustrates me like people get it confused and it irks me no end but what actually I found out something today and it was some hot tea for you guys Obviously, I can't name names. I do not want to get in trouble. I do not want to cause any legality issues. But we have a supplier and they're fantastic. But I think they supply for a couple other companies uh, across the world in the similar industry. And they did tell us that a main company in the UK, like quite a heavy hitter, quite a big one um, that a lot of you will know, reached out to them and sent them another company's product and said copy this please which I just thought was absolutely awful like oh I mean they're big they can afford designers like what are your designers doing can't you just get them to do something new why copy something that's already on the market it's so frustrating but I thought that was kind of funny and a little bit of gossip I have digressed as I always do but yeah the key was the office was so small and I wanted to showcase more, but I just didn't really find myself feeling very creative in what to share with you guys. So I didn't. And now in this new space, and it's so amazing, it feels so creative. We are expanding the team and just hired a few more people. It's it's such a good space to be in. Everyone's so positive. We've got amazing light, which I think makes a huge difference to people's mood and their work performance. We've got tons of natural light across in our windows and we've got a studio above the office. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Which is literal 360 windows and natural light and it's just like in a slice of heaven and if you guys live in England which you know I'm jealous of whoever doesn't but if you do you will know that it is grey miserable not nice light all the time so it's very important to let in as much as possible and everyone's mood is is up and a new rule I have in my office is unlimited biscuits so I did a run with one of the other girls today and stocked up on biscuits because I just want good morale. So we've got good light, we've got music, we've got beautiful comfy office furniture, we've got a nice environment, like I like music playing all day so people don't have to sit in silence and be stifled and lots of colour is coming and then biscuits because there's nothing like bribing your staff with biscuits (laughs) to cheer them up. So yeah, I went to the office today after a couple of weeks away and it's so good. Everything's been running well, but in the meantime, since I was away, all the racking came and I did a YouTube video. So if you've not seen it and you want a glimpse of what the office looks like, please head to my YouTube, it's Erin Williams, and take a look at the office tour to get a gist. But when I filmed it, we had no racking and I mean, I'm saying racking like everyone knows what it is. I assume you do, but basically it's just big big industrial size shelves for all the boxes of stock and we've had three sets of racking go up have we had three no four four sets of racking go up and we're currently waiting for one more so and we had a huge delivery like a huge restock come when i was away oops did not mean to get out of that one of course but we had a huge delivery come when i was away and got the new racking thank god perfect timing and it looks amazing it's starting to look like a real warehouse it's starting to look full which obviously we don't want it too full like we want it we want to sell but i don't like anything being out of stock it's so annoying when companies are plugging their product on social media but nothing's in stock like if you're gonna sell it to me at least make it so i can buy it hun so everything pretty much is in stock and currently doing a few more orders for the hybrids because they sell like hotcakes. I actually don't know what a hotcake is, but I know that's an expression. Maybe it's like an oldie expression. I don't know. But yeah, they sell like hotcakes and I want to add some new colours and it's, and we've been working on denim as a lot of you may know, but that is coming too. Um, had a load of samples to try on for Blackheart and for Kobo. We've got a new drop coming there. So it's been all full speed ahead and I'm absolutely loving sharing a little bit more day-to-day work, office, back behind the scenes kind of stuff because that's what I stop and scroll at. Like if someone's sharing behind the scenes content, I'm like, oh my God, show me. I'm so nosy and then didn't share it myself. So that didn't really add up, but yeah. And then I also want to talk about, and I'm just going to give a little trigger warning. I want to talk about weight loss, diet, weight. So if that is something that triggers you, please don't listen to to this. I don't want to, don't anyone to to go through any struggles. But wait, so I've, I've mentioned on this podcast before, I think that I get a lot of comments on my weight and I never used to, and I've always been a very, very similar size, but 
I gained a lot of weight from probably, oh, I want to say August, September last year up until probably March. And I wouldn't say it's a lot of weight by any standard. So ev- everything I'm going to talk about is just my opinion and re- in relation to my frame and my physique and what I feel looks good on me. So it's not it's not a comparison to anyone else at all. But I, I gained for me what felt like a lot of weight um, compared to what I've always been. And I didn't mind it. Like I felt curvy, I felt comfortable, I felt nice, but I will admit I felt a little bit over what is comfortable for me. I've normally got a balance. Like I'm more of a fitness girl. Like I don't try and get skinny. Not that there's a problem with being skinny. Like you do whatever you want to do, guys. But I love food. So the way my physique worked was to be more of a gym girl and have curves because when you gym a lot and you want to gain muscle, you do have to eat quite a lot and that suits me down to the ground. But I just got a bit comfy. Everything got busy, went through a few rough times, as you may have heard on this podcast, you know, some some vile men. I say vile men, vile man and mm, vile boy, probably. Yeah, we don't we don't call vile males men because they're not their boys so we went through I thought we went through a vile a vile boy stage and just I felt like I've been going through it like up and down for the last six to eight months I don't know and I definitely got a little bit over what is my comfortable weight even though I didn't feel that bad I could see it like clothes weren't fitting the same and I never ever weigh myself I just don't care because with muscle you are typically quite heavy because obviously muscle is quite dense so even if you look really slim and really fit you are quite heavy so I just never weigh myself because I just don't want to care about what's on the scale and um yeah I, I I judged it more by fitting into my clothes and some of my favorite jeans weren't fitting some of my favorite clothes weren't looking right and that's when I thought I'm not feeling myself like I think I look I look a bit better and I feel a bit better when I'm just a little more toned so I've been getting back into the gym and this is no way related to the comments people make because it is frustrating when people comment on things that are bothering you anyway but I would have come to this conclusion if it wasn't for comments, like it, they didn't really affect me. They were just pointing out something I already knew and sometimes some a bit harsh because um, what, what, what one person considers fat is what one person considers really slim. And you've just got to remember with opinions, that's all it is, it's their opinion. They have a very different view on the world and everyone sees things differently. So t- other people's opinions don't really phase me unless it's someone I really respect or really care about. But typically, they're not the one being rude to you. So anyway, so yeah, I just started exploring like what to do because I'm not gonna lie, I'm only 25, but I can understand when people say your metabolism starts to slow down a little bit as you get older. Because in the past, if I was feeling a little bit thicker than usual, I would just, I don't know, eat a little bit healthier, gym a bit more. And then within two weeks, I was like snapped back to exactly where I wanted to be. And I tried that and nothing was really looking any different. And I thought, huh, that's really weird. And I decided to weigh myself to see where I was starting off. And I'm not going to talk about the amount because, again, I am five foot eight. I'm a different build and I don't want anyone to compare their current weight to mine and make a judgment from that. So, yeah, I weighed myself and I was a bit surprised by what I saw. I was more... I was definitely a lot heavier than I thought I was um, compared to where I'd been in the past. 
and I kind of researched a little bit and I've normally found fitness so easy but my normal things weren't working for whatever reason maybe I wasn't being patient maybe I wasn't doing it well enough and there's so many factors that can affect your your weight and your diet so god knows what it was but anyway I just decided to just reduce my portion size I thought my portions are big I've always been a big portion kind of girl like I love food and I love filling meals so I thought if I just reduce this a little bit and up my protein let's see what happens and oh my goodness so I have actually I weighed myself yesterday just to see because I definitely can tell there's a difference in the mirror but I just wanted to confirm it and then from now on I'm not going to weigh myself again because I think that's a good mindset to have just to judge it by eyesight and what makes you feel happy and what makes you feel good but I'd lost about seven pounds over about a month six weeks which I was shocked really 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 shocked just from portion sizes so to put it into perspective I'm still eating crisps I'm still eating bread I'm still eating chocolate I'm just having a little bit less than I usually would so like this is a so non-dramatic example but I typically love to have two or three packs of mini cheddars so instead of that I've just been having one pack of mini cheddars and I can't even tell you the difference it's made and I've been making sure I really look at what kind of food is protein rich I've been having a protein shake alongside my bagel in the morning because I love a bagel and bagels are fab protein I think the standard one is like eight grams of protein but you can get them up to like 10 11 12 which is a really good start to your day and then I've been having a protein shake but not like an intense protein shake more like one of those ones that tastes like chocolate milk and that has about 20 grams in it I, because they're just delicious and it literally tastes like I'm drinking chocolate milk so that really sets me up for the day and then I've been having like maybe a sandwich and mini cheddars but then just one pack of mini cheddars and then I've been getting the like school lunchbox size treats so for example I really love saurine so I've been getting a little slice of saurine for like midday and then I always have been more of a chicken and rice kind of girly for dinner. And I mean like maybe Mexican rice and like chicken chunks cooked in the air fryer so they're a bit crispy and flavoured and stuff. And stuff like that. And then if I have been wanting chocolate, I've been letting myself have like a line of chocolate instead of half of the bar or a hot chocolate or even they've got these incredible uh, protein mousses at Aldi and they are giant. Like you can't even finish it. They're so big and they're delicious. So good. And, and that's not just it, that's just an example of like my core meals, but it's really, really worked. And I feel back to myself, which is so nice. But yeah, just a disclaimer, please again, do not compare yourself to me or what I deem slightly larger for me than usual. I think fitness and health is so unique to the person. And it's just, you've got to do what you feel comfortable with. But also the key is like exercise too. So I'm not talking join a gym. I'm talking like if I feel like I've done nothing, I'll just go for a walk. And I, I like maybe a couple times around like a field we have nearby or that like I'm, you don't have to be super intense. You've just got to do a little bit and just keep going and I've definitely found portions easier because I've not even been on a diet I've just reduced my portion size to the normal recommended portion size and it's been a lot better for me so find something that suits you and don't necessarily diet like I could not eat salad I'm, I'm not a salad girl unless it's a Caesar salad with parmesan the sauce the croutons all mixed in and all delicious like I oh, keep that lettuce away from me 
So yeah, anyway, that's just my little update on diet and fitness and whatnot. Feeling good and oh, the nights are getting lighter, mornings are getting brighter and actually the sun came out today so my mood is good. You know, work is working, my weight is feeling good, the sun's out, I've got some big life changes so that's a bit scary, I've got a lot of work to do and I will announce what that is really soon really soon if you can guess send me a dm to the podcast page unbridled with erin i'd love to i'd love to hear what, what you thought and also the horsies so they're just floating right now i'm having a really nice time just floating by i've not been sharing as much of my riding or horsey stuff on social media just because as i've mentioned before i'm not enjoying the toxicity of the equestrian world so you just take a step back and you don't even realize it's there you don't show people you don't really give them the power to judge you which is funny but there is a lot of people that think if they don't see it it doesn't happen so I'm sure a lot of people think I've dropped off the face of the earth when it comes to riding and maybe given up which I have not um but yeah it it, just because you don't see it or it doesn't get posted doesn't mean it's not happening and sometimes I think as well but it's really funny because people often think whatever I post is in 100% real time which most of it is but there is a lot that I'll just say oh that's a nice story I'll save that for next week or that's a nice picture I'll post that then so don't be fooled by social media things could have happened a month ago things could have happened last week and you're only just seeing it now or you might never see it but it's happening so just food for thought something to consider I'm actually starving now though I'm gonna go get myself a snack and go for a walk as just advised so i hope you guys enjoyed this very informal catch up and podcast episode please do like subscribe whatever it is you do i don't know if that's a youtube thing or a podcast thing but yeah or rate me rate this podcast please and if it please give it five stars because you know i love you and i will talk to you guys next time uh love you bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.